For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Buck Rogers, Episode 1. And now for Buck Rogers and his Fillion's Adventures 500 Years in the Future. As you probably know, Buck was born right here in our own times in his 20th century. The story is how he got started. It's amazing adventures so far in the future. It's mighty interesting. But instead of telling you about it, let's turn the doll that will project us ahead in time and find out all about it that way. Now the capital of the 20th century America is Nigeria. Nigeria. There is there. This is Dr. Howard, the great scientist in his marvellous laboratory. In one room, he's working on a strange-looking device which sends a peculiar greenish light down into a human figure lying on the table before him. Shall we join him there? Okay, then. Here we go, 500 years into the future. The way is putting you to sleep. To sleep, to sleep, relax and sleep, sleep, sleep. Ray switched off of a click. You. Good. The rain has rented effect. Now I will go, go ahead and knock on door, Hugh. Well, yes. Come in. Door opens. Wilma. Daring enters. Hugh. Ah, hello, Wilma. Well, hello, Dr. Hugh. You don't mind. Why do you have more light in here? Coming from outside, I can hardly see a thing. This spooky greenish glow. You part of the little experiment I am conducting. Wilma, oh, you, but tell me, have you seen anything of black barony here in Nigeria? Nigeria? Wilma, yes, no, well, I know. Having given his job, has he given up his job as Prime Minister of Mars? Has he? You were, oh, no. But one of the Martian rocket ship factories has worked out a new control device for me. I rather hoped you get here before it, with it today. Well, oh, you, meantime, I have made already for final tests with a little invention, huh? This would like to stay in here, see it, Wilma? I'd love to, Doctor. You know it. I have just dropped in to find out if you've seen any sign of you what is what is the matter? Wilma, doctor, what's happened to him? Wilma, huh? Wilma, he's all right, doctor. You know, chuckles. Oh, I see. Wilma, what's happened to him? Why is he lying there on his table? Hugh, don't be, don't, please. Now, don't worry, Wilma. Wilma, don't worry, doctor. What are you? Hugh, he was offered to be the subject of my test, that's all. Wilma, but then... Why is he? Humor. He's simply lying there, comfortably asleep, under the influence of my electric ray. But oh, I was afraid something was happening to him. Humor. Not a thing. Surely you don't think for a minute that I'd do anything to harm. Well, no, of course not. Electrohypnotic ray? Are you sure this experiment won't hurt him in any way? 
you are no, absolutely sure. Oh, it's absolutely sure. Well, well, you can't blame me for being little shot for woe it. Well, what's the f- thing up near his head that looks like a miniature power plant with a loudspeaker on top of it? Humor. That, Wilma, is my latest scientific achievement, my newly perfected electro high probe mental phone. Wilma, you're what? Wilma, well, you remember the mental scope, don't you? Well, why sure, when you put a person under the microscope, all his memories show up, sort of moving picture screen. You know, that is right, and this is an adaption of it. With this, they wouldn't let you remember mental phone, the memories of subject will come to us verbally. For the loudspeaker here, reflecting, provided, of course, that my calculations have been correct. Remember what sort of read a person's mind allowed, you mean? You know, yes, yes, that's what it's exactly. Remember, where do you ever get the ideas for things like this, Dr. Hewer? Surely people don't just barge in and ask you to work them out. You are hardly a scientific research that led up to the development of this machine was studied way back in the 20th century. Remember, well, I always thought the people back in the 20th century were much better than slave savages. That's what they knew, and what they knew about scientific things. You ah, oh, not at all, Wilma. You owe a great deal to the scientists of these days. Were it not for the main groundwork laid by men like Einstein, Fitzgerald, Compton, Milklin, and the rest, why, I would have had a great many, many of the very things we have today. Wilma, it never got anywhere with rocket ship development or anything like that, though, did they? Were well, well successful rocket flight depends on two things that have been brought to existence only recently. Well, uh, one of those must be intertron. Well, uh, yeah, yes, intertron. The materials defines gravity and makes it possible to lift a big spaceship off the Earth away from its terrible gravitational pull by too much wasted power. Well, uh, and what's the other? Here are impervium. The only metal capable of withstanding the high temperatures of rocket blasts for any length of time. Mama, oh, Mama, and now let's go ahead with this experiment. Mama, yes, let's, and you can tell me how this apparatus works as we go along. Just about how, what, and what it does to him. You are, well, not very much to tell you about the apparatus itself, Mama. As said there here, is a little paid under his head. Is extremely sensitive and highly frequent response, but yes, though, electrical oscillator of quite complicated design. Wilma, I'm not exactly following this. Yes, 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 I guess so. You are aware, yes, I suspect, succeed in tuning it to receive the minute, minute electronic impulses that emulate from his brain. Wilma, ah, yeah, okay. Wilma, why are the medium of super radiating protoforma? Well, yes, oh, I see. Uh, what? Yeah. In other words, we are able to attain significant amplification of the impulse output of register audibly for a process of transmetic mute, mute, magnification. That is all there is to it. I think I understand. Well, I think I understand it better. I see, see this thing work. I shall do very much. 
I shall be very much disappointed if it does not. Whether doesn't does it worry you that doctor your ventures always work? You I have been rather lucky in most of my experiments, have I? Haven't I? Rather lucky. You let us proceed with this one. Wilma, all right, anything I could do to help? You no thanks. First of all, we have to switch in the electric through. Electrotransformer. Well, what that electrotransformer makes a sort of eerie sound. You are, yes, and now when I switch on his microphone and speak to him, my words will be registered directly to his brain. Not through his ears, yes, you understand. You will, but directly to his brain. Well, uh huh? He was as if he is successful, respond to his subconscious response for the tomorrow speaker. Well, uh, go ahead, doctor. You now, the mic switch being flipped. You are, young man, this is your, what is your name? I said, what is your name? Buck, Buck Rogers. Mic switch, mic off. You are, ecstatic. Humor, it works. Well, but doctor, humor, my invention is a success. Well, doctor, what happened? Humor, it works even better than I thought it would. Well, he wouldn't even move his lips. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, how can you hear him talk if he didn't move his lips? You, he read his lips. He read, I read his mind alive, Wilma. I read his mind aloud, Wilma. It sounded like his real voice, though. You. Well, of course, because of it, he thinks of speech in the same manner that he utters it. Wilma, good, great day. It doesn't seem possible. Ask him some more questions. You, yes, by all means, listen. Switch, click, you are. Buck, you, you were born back in 20th century. Well, you're not. But yes, sir, this is the 25th century. You, are, you see, Wilma, his memory is preserved intact. Well, may I ask him a question? You are, surely, go ahead. Switch quick, switch quick. You are, go ahead. Well, Buck, Buck, how did you happen to come back to the 25th century? But one day in the year 1919, there's the low walkings of an abandoned mine near the city of Pittsburgh. Well, yes, but when all of a sudden, the pulse held up the walls, seeing gave way, and the whole thing caved in on me. Well, yes, but then some kind of peculiar gas was released, put me to sleep, it kept me in a state of suspended animation for 500 years. Then the ground shifted, let in fresh air, I woke up, Wilma. Well, how did you know you were suspended in animation for 500 years? But instead of the year 1919, the year of 24-something old, was that it was 24. Yeah, him. How did you know what year it was? But I was... Wilma Daring. Well, Doc, Mistress Doctor? But I certainly do. 
She is the finest, the bravest woman who ever lived. Why, Wilmers? Wilmers? Interrupts. Buck Rogers? Buck, huh? Yes, Wilmer. Did you, uh, did you find anything new and different when you first came into the 25th century? Buck, oh, a great deal, thanks to Dr. Hewer. Wilmer tested Dr. Hewer? But the greatest scientist who ever lived, Hewer. Ah, what's that? But nowhere in the universe there's there's a scientist who does so much good humanity, or any done anything that even begin to remember giggling. Yeah. Now now wait wait a minute, Buck. But yes. Yeah. Just forget it, but Doctor Hume. Go on what you were saying, Buck. Now he's the man who invented the first rocket shot. It took us to the moon. That was a trip that proved the practical validity of interplanetary flight. Whoever proved the practicability of interplanetary flight? Nothing wrong with that. This machine, Doctor. Yeah. What else are you going? Have you gone by rocket ship, Buck? Wilmer, farewell first to Mars, where we helped King Mandaloid put down the invasion by the Martian Tiger Men. Then to Saturn, then the Saturnian moons, Venus, Jupiter, then far off Pluto. Well, which planet did you find more interesting? But, well, it's hard to say, Jupiter was the largest, biggest field for exploration, simply because it's so much larger than the rest of the planets. You are very true. Do you expect, do you have any more rocketing around? Do you expect any more rocketing around throughout the space, Buck? There's nothing else I'd rather do, sir. Switch off you. Well, my, do you like, like my little contraption? Well, it's wonderful, Doctor. I told you it would work. You, well, it's been, uh, and there's anything else you'd like to last, Buck? I mean, before I turn off this green ray. Well, yeah, uh-huh. Let's wake him up and see if he remembers anything that happened to the experiment. Yeah, all right. You go ahead. Well, all right. Slaps, Buck. Gently in the cheeks of Vakim. Come on, Buck, wake up. But, huh? Mama, I say wake up. Farewell slaps. There, you've been asleep. You, what? But, asleep? Uh-huh, but, oh, hello, Wilma. Wilma, hello. But, where do you come from? Where do you come from? What are you doing here? Wilma, I've just been... Let in for the test of Dr. Hewer's electrical, uh, Hewer. Electrical, hypo, metaphone, phone. Well, yes. But, oh, doggone it, instead of helping you with your test, I first see you say, I'm awful sorry, Doctor. You are sorry? But, well, yes, sir, I'm going to, I was going to find out. Hewer, I put you to sleep with this machine. Matt, well, really? You're right. <coughs> but I guess that's what that's what one's on me then. And how did it work? You're much even better than I expected, but very good. Wilma, oh, it's marvellous, Buck. You told us your whole life history without opening your mouth, Buck. Hey, now, wait a minute. Yeah, it's all right, Buck. 
You never say a single thing you shouldn't have. But thank goodness for that. Say, let's put Wilma under it. Wilma, oh no, no you don't. Ho chuckles. But you have to do something for excitement around here. Come on, Wilma. Uh, you're never satisfied unless there's something exciting going on, are you, Buck? Buck, well, it's not something at all. Well, it's just not as bad as all that, Doctor. But things have been going slow around here lately. You, wait until we start making tests for a new type of cosmic revelator. And I just devised. Buck, a new one? Wilma, isn't that the equipment or the rocket ship that makes it possible? They go for that much loss of time for a pickup. Yuma, that's right. About the usual, usual physical effects of too much, too much quick acceleration. It moves your ship the normal effects of weight, inherits the movement, momentum, and like. But well, now you proved the revelator, Doctor. Yuma, Buck, it is new. This new instrument does what I hope it will. There'll be practically no limit to the speed of rocket ship immediately upon taking off. Wilma. Oh, good night. Imagine getting into that control cabin, opening the power lever, and going, going a couple thousand miles an hour. Just like that. You are. That's exactly what we were able to do, Wilma. But you buy as hardly seems possible, does it? But when can we test it out, Doctor? We've already put it installed on the rocket ship. You are. Ah, oh, no, Buck. As a matter of fact, I don't even have it yet. But, huh? Yeah, ah, it's been made up, all right. The one we use for the test. But it isn't right here yet. Well, I don't send, Doctor. Buck, well, yes, sir. Can't get it here. Sooner we can get it and start trying out. The sooner we can break the monotone. Just sitting around doing... Faint rumble of distance. Dot's doing speech. You wait, but listen. Well, yes, Doctor, I hear it too. But yeah, yes. What's on the sun is it? Drone and rumble getting closer. Wilma, look here, out of the window. Yeah, sorry, good heavens, Wilma. Buck, it's going, coming right down this way. Yeah, Wilma. Wilma, Buck. It's a terrific cat crash. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.